0: Haven't heard of Time for Learning yet? Well, here's everything you need to know. Time for Learning is a comprehensive online curriculum for pre-K through 12th grade that is perfect for homeschooling. So much so that it is one of Kathy Duffy's 102 top picks. Time for Learning is student-paced and features adjustable grade levels, automated grading, and over 4,000 lessons and activities that are fun and engaging across all subjects. Time for Learning makes life easier for parents by providing customized reports, detailed lesson plans, and an activity planner that lets you choose the lessons you want your child to be learning. You can start, stop, or pause your membership at any time, and there's even a 14-day money-back guarantee. There's really nothing to lose. Give it a try today by visiting timeforlearning.com slash ultimate homeschool and see for yourself why Time for Learning is the best homeschooling decision you'll ever make. Again, visit timeforlearning.com slash ultimate homeschool today. Is being organized in your homeschool important to you? What about some of the tried and true homeschool forms that will help you? Well, stay tuned because in this episode, I'm going to help you learn about what you really need by asking yourself some questions.
1: This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show.
0: And welcome. This is Felice Gerwitz with an episode of Vintage Homeschool Moms. Today, we are going to talk about how to organize your homeschool using some tried and true homeschool forms. This is episode 336, and you can find the show notes at vintagehomeschoolmoms.com. Is being organized important to you? Well, it is to me, and I found out When I wasn't organized, that's when I was the most stressed and I was burnt out of homeschooling. But when I got more organized with some forms that we used all the time, with the help of my husband, he actually came up with our checkoff list, I felt that at least I was off to a better start. And if you want your homeschool year to flow, instead of coming to a screeching stop, wondering if you're doing enough or... If your kids are learning, well, stay tuned because we are going to talk about that. Plus, I've got some free forms for you to download on my website. I want to thank our sponsor, which is Time for Learning. And did you know that Kathy Duffy selected Time for Learning as one of her top picks? Uh, some of you like online schools and others um, use them at different times for different time, uh, different seasons in your life. For example... Um, if you had a, a new baby coming, or if you want to see how your kids are doing compared to other fourth graders, let's say. So visit time, the number four, learning.com. And also we have some great links um, on our website and they are very homeschool friendly. Well, friends, it's time to get out that paper and pencil or visit the website show notes at vintagehomeschoolmoms.com. Look for episode three thirty six. Forms for your homeschool, and you are going to be, um, you know, pleased at some of the forms that I am sharing with you are ones that I have used through the years. And also, I need to remember (laughs) to ask you to give me a star rating and share this show if you appreciate what we're doing here. Let others know about the ultimate homeschool podcast network. We are here to serve you and to help you come alongside. And let us know if there's a specific topic you want to hear. And many times, when you know we ask people to give us topics, they're already done for you. So you can go to ultimate com, and on the right hand side, there is a search feature. I'm not sure if it's on every page. Um, but do look for that, and just type in the words that you're looking for, and you'll see the podcasts that come up. They may not all be mine. Uh, there are other people on this network who are awesome. All right, well, I have gone through a lot of money and a lot of fancy planners throughout the years, and I found the ones that made the most sense in my life were simple. I started with a huge calendar. They're either um, ones you can put on the wall. Uh, that work great, as well as what I'm going to share with you is a four-square planner, and that's something you can do with just a sheet of paper. If you get our um, printables each month at the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network, uh, those are ones I actually create and give away for free every month. You'll get a new planner, and that has templates in there for you that you can use. But all you have to do is take a sheet of paper and draw a line down the middle and then a line across. Uh, so you've got you know um, four grids, and then you put whatever you want on those grids. That is one of the best forms that I have come up with, as well as um, something that I found out that a lot of people were doing. And as we you know we grow in in our media reach, we're finding out that you know there's pretty much nothing new out there. It's just that I didn't know about it. So. Um, I found other people were doing it as well, and I wanted to share it with all of you because it was life-changing to me. Um, This is the best method ever, I promise. And if I had only had it in my earlier homeschool journey, I would have loved it. But I put different things in the different squares depending on um, what I am working on. So, um, you know, you can take out a sheet of paper and just draw a line. And those of you who are perfectionists, you have my permission to use a ruler. And then you can put the, you know, things like, for example, uh, for a homeschooling day, I would have faith at the top corner, kids in the next one, school, the next grid, and household. And this pretty much encompassed um, my homeschool day. You can also have the four grids be seasons, you know, fall, winter, spring, summer, whatever season you're in, I would start with that. And then you can thumbnail sketch some things that are happening. And once you have these forms and you start using them, you can take the information and use them in, you know, other more detailed ways. And I even use the system when I schedule and plan my podcasts. I Try to plan my podcast in themes so that each month you get a specific theme. You know, last month was about homeschool curriculum, and this month is going to be about, you know, getting organized and also um, doing things like activities and reports because it goes along with the printable that you'll be receiving. And like I said, if you're part of our email group, you get this information delivered to you um, weekly and you don't have to scrounge around for it. First of all, if you are thinking about using specific types of forms, what I am going to have you do is ask some questions, and that helps me to fine-tune what exactly am I looking for um, in planning. You know, I I had you guys do this if you listen to my curriculum selection podcast, because you have to have some idea or goals if you wander around a conference or if you wander around, you know, even an office space. Uh, place and look for planners or online you might find the greatest planner in the world but it's not the greatest planner for you so first of all the questions to ask and again this is on uh, vintagehomeschoolmoms.com episode 336 what is my biggest obstacle in using planning forms the second is what planning forms do i like the third what type of planner do i like the fourth, can I keep organized with a calendar? The fifth, can a calendar take the place of forms in some of my planning? Number six, can I use a wall calendar as a master plan and smaller notebook calendar for my daily schedule? Again, these things will help. Number seven is, can I use a four-square planning method effectively in my home? It may not work for you. You may just say no to that. Number eight, do I like to plan from August to July, which is a school year, or do I like to plan from January to December, which is number nine? And number 10, what is the easiest way to keep track of my forms, digital or printed? So if you analyze these questions, it's going to help you figure out the best method for you. And as I was reading that, I was you know, checking off in my mind the things that I really like. One year, I found a planner at the office supply that didn't have any dates for the calendar. So it was this big wall calendar, but it had sticky notes that fit within the little grids. And the planner itself, or the, I keep calling it a planner, the calendar was a huge sticky note. So you could just pull the sticky note off, put it on the wall, write the month it was, and then use this little sticky notes to, and of course, in the grids, put in the days of the week, and then put in um, you know what was going on. And the nice thing about the sticky notes is that it could keep you know, you can move it around, you didn't have to cross off, and especially if there's a lot of people in the family going different places, it kind of allowed us to keep track of things, and it could be pulled off and thrown away. For those of you who like to keep a record and want to know what's going on, you can use a calendar. Our church gives away a calendar, which I really love because it has, you know, things like the Saint Days and Holy Days and, of course, you know, Sunday, and it, it really helps me a lot. It has Easter on it, you know, and, and days like that that most secular calendars are not going to have. So whichever, you know, type of calendar you use is great. And I have a small one that I keep in my purse. I've gone from really large ones that are, um, you know, leather bound and nice to ones that are very small and only have the month at a glance. And then there's a front pocket where I can put things, and then I can sticky note um, different things that I want to do. And that's just for my at-a-glance. That's where I schedule. I do use my phone that I have that goes along with my Google Calendar, uh, so I have a master calendar. But I like to see things laid out um, in print, and that really helps me a lot. So... Uh, I want you to ask a second set of questions. I know I have, I have more questions. Um, the first is, how do you want to store the information, digital or paper? And as I shared, I have both. Number two is, it do you want something portable? This year, I really did. I wanted something that I don't necessarily have to put in my purse, um, but it is big enough. It's like a little smaller than a, a sheet of paper, Um, And when you open it up, it's a little bit bigger. So it's a weird size. But I, I just got it at like one of the really inexpensive stores nearby. And number three, do I want to keep paper samples and important information in one place? And number four, if I'm using paper, where will it be? Is it going to be in a folder, a spiral notebook, a ring binder, a file? So once you have that determined, it's really easy to pick the forms you want. Every year, I kept a three-ring binder with important information, and I started this when I began homeschooling. It had things like um, I, I just all kinds of things uh, for my homeschool. So things I wanted to reference. So it had a reference section. So, for example, if the kids were doing things like fractions, I could just take out a laminated sheet. Or I would—I tell you what—I should have taken out stock in those slip sheets because that's how I kept papers that were ancient um, going year after year after year. So I would just slip sheet it and put it in a three ring binder. And um, so I had a reference section. I had a section where I kept uh, a schedule of what was happening. I had uh, the kids' grades and their um, you know important information for homeschooling. I also kept... Their medical records in this binder, so that I had that that you know was handy if I needed it. And um, every year they were evaluated, and I also kept those evaluations in this notebook. When I um, enrolled them in a homeschool program with our county, we had to do a letter of intent. I had a copy of that letter of intent in there uh, the day I sent it as well. And then also when they sent me back a letter saying that they had received it, I put that letter in there. So for me, it was one stop place for important information. The thing was so huge, I never lost it, and it was wonderful. But it wasn't portable. So um, again, I wanted something like the month at a glance scheduler and that worked great for me. There's also some really great online tools that you can use with forms and I'm really thankful to Meryl. I interviewed her and she shared some great ways for homeschoolers to use some of the techie things. Um, She runs the, um, hosts the homeschooling with technology podcast on the ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. So check that out. But she just recently talked about Trello, and I have a link again in the show notes. Trello is my new favorite. I have to give a shout out to Gina Glenn here, who tried to get me to use it years ago. But one of the things, have you figured out I like sticky notes? So, one of the things about Trello is it's a sheet of paper for, in my mind, with electronic sticky notes. And it's a wonderful way to organize things and allow your family to add to it. You can add assignments and plan more. And this is a great way to share um, information with your family. So listen to Meryl's podcast um, again, and you will really be blessed by the information she shares. You can also use Google Docs and share your schedule. I have mine, again, connected to my phone. I have reminders set up so I don't forget an event or to do something important. And you can use Google Docs to share papers. And I have papers in there that my kids wrote back in second and third grade even. Um, One of them was this tropical rainforest that my son Michael was doing this ongoing story about uh, some guy that was looking for a rare bird, and it like I said, it was ongoing, but I, the kids could send me a link to a shared document, and I could edit it and send it back or make comments on it. Um, it's a great way to share a document, and you even can both be working on it at the same time. And um, believe me, it goes a lot better than sitting by a child and having them cry when you circle across something out um, because you know they think you're messing up their words. I don't know if you have one of those, but um, I had a couple of those. Um, on the website, you will find I put uh, the following. I have a list of homeschool forms, and I put them all together in a PDF instead of putting them on individually, so you can just download that. And these are forms that I personally use. There are checkoff lists, there are book reading lists, there's a book report, um, and movie report. And so you can find that, again, at vintagehomeschoolmoms.com. Look for Homeschool Forms, episode 336. I have a field trip guide form that you can download. And then I also have my daughter's, uh, Christina Moss's daily schedule, and she has Uh, Many little children. Uh, The oldest now is 13, but I believe when she did this, the oldest was 12. And she shows you how she schedules. And I just had her, uh, you know, take pictures of what she did. So it's not in a form that you can use, but it gives you an idea of how she schedules her day. Um, And it also gives you an idea of the type of forms that she uses. Well, friends, I hope this was informative for you. God bless. I will talk to you soon. One other thing I want to tell you, I have a few other podcasts you might want to check out, and they're on our sister network, the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Uh, Two that I have are A Few Minutes with God podcast and the One More Child podcast, which I just recently launched, and you'll want to visit those and check them out. Take care. God bless. Share this podcast with a friend, and thanks again. Time for learning. Uh, for sponsoring this episode. Bye-bye.
1: Thanks for tuning in to the Vintage Homeschool Moms Show. Visit Felice at MediaAngels.com and the Vintagehomeschoolmoms.com. Vintage Homeschool Moms is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.